He was almost frighteningly accurate as a futurist. He was a prolific science fiction writer. His ideas crop up in everything from Spider-Man to Inception to The Matrix to Star Trek. He started early in life, influenced by authors like James Joyce and Franz Kafka, and apparently thinking they were too mundane, he set out to outweird them. Fourteen years after his death, his social ideas may be taking on lives of their own. For 60 years, if there was a fringe, he was deep in it. I'm Roberto Lewis, and this is your Sci-Fi 5, five minutes of science fiction history for January 18th. And today, we wish happy birthday to one of the most peculiar writers of the 20th century, Robert Anton Wilson. Born on this day in 1932 in Brooklyn, Wilson grew up in a thoroughly middle-class family. He contracted polio as a child and was successfully treated with the Kenny Method, a treatment devised by Australian bush nurse Elizabeth Kenny and used to treat thousands of children despite being derided by the medical establishment. Perhaps it was that resistance by the medical establishment that started Wilson on the path he would follow the rest of his life. Along with Joyce, in high school he discovered the science fiction of Robert Heinlein and Theodore Sturgeon. Following high school, he continued his education, studying electrical engineering, mathematics, and English, though he didn't get a degree. He also became familiar with Jung, Wilhelm Reich, Bertrand Russell, and marijuana. In the 60s, he moved into freelance journalism and psychedelics, eventually landing as an editor for Playboy. He and Robert Shea were responsible for columns responding to the letters written to the magazine. That mailbag exposed them to a petri dish of every crackpot and conspiracy theory imaginable. It also gave him the opportunity to write columns on Timothy Leary, John Lilly, Allen Ginsberg, Richard Alpert, William Burroughs, and Alan Watts. Basically every counterculture figure on the cutting edge of reality and the mind. After several years of that, Wilson decided it was time to write full-time. For his first book, Wilson teamed with his partner from Playboy, Robert Shea, and decided to knit as many conspiracy theories as they could into the epic Illuminatus trilogy. They invented countless conspiracy theories in a dense, hysterical tale of the fabled Illuminati trying to imminentize the eschaton, or bring about the effective end of mankind to sustain their own life forces. The assassination of John F. Kennedy isn't simply a question of if there was a conspiracy, but rather, which of the five assassins in Dealey Plaza that day, including John Dillinger, fired the fatal shot. Wilson's genius was building just enough factual information into the story to make much of the conspiracies seem plausible. One thing's certain. After reading Illuminatus, you'll never look at the number 23 the same way again. After Illuminatus's good reception, Wilson went on alone to write another epic trilogy, Schrodinger's Cat. This time, while continuing to swim through conspiracy theories and satire, he illustrated three different interpretations of quantum physics. To circumvent obscenity charges, various forbidden words were replaced with the names of real Supreme Court justices. The books also feature perhaps the first trans character in science fiction. New Scientist magazine called Schrodinger's Cat the most scientific science fiction novel ever. The historical Illuminatus Chronicles was a trilogy of subjunctive, or imagined, history interspersed with genuine facts in Wilson's signature conspiracy theories, this time focusing on the Masons, Rosicrucians, the Illuminati, of course, and the political powerhouses of Europe. None of Wilson's works have been adapted for the screen, though Illuminatus was presented as a 10-hour play at the National Theatre in London, and a couple more works have been staged as well. Few of his works have been optioned for development for years, but none appear to be headed to a screen near you anytime soon. 
Robert Anson Wilson wrote nearly 30 other books, both fiction and nonfiction, and all wrapped in counterculture. He was years ahead of the mainstream in promoting concepts like a universal basic income and restorative justice. He was very likely the original source for drawing conspiracy theorists to Dealey Plaza in Dallas. In 2006, word got out on the internet that Wilson was in bad shape financially and health-wise. Donations from fans rolled in without asking. Robert Anton Wilson passed away in 2007. He would be amazed to see how his ideas, both the serious and the absurd, have gained attention in recent years. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5 for January 18th. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.